It's time. It's time to talk fantasy football. It's time to let them know. Where you let us crunch the numbers while you crush the competition. So grab your playbooks and crack a cold one. Because here's your hosts, Teak and Bainey. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the podcast. To wrap up the week, we got the Sidums. We're going to go around the horn. You know the deal. We're going to get it going quick. Bainey, QBs, go. Alrighty, we talked about this guy a little bit last week when we did our player trivia, player A, player B. Um, this week, my QB to sit was player B, uh, Trevor Lawrence, man. Um, I'm concerned about him. I'm concerned about the offense. I don't think that it looks good. I think that these guys were predicted to win that division, and I don't know if they're going to be able to do that. Um, he's averaging. He was averaging like 14.4 points per game fantasy. Um, if he didn't have a couple of those scrambles this week, he would have only had 12 fantasy points. Um, he's just not getting it done with his arm. Uh, if you're willing to bet on Trevor Lawrence scrambling to get you your QB points, this I, I don't love that. Um, Bills look good. Defense looks real good. Um, I get it. Jacksonville staying in London for the week. I just don't know if that's going to be enough of an advantage. Uh, Bills might get Von Miller back too. That's a huge difference maker. Um, his QBR is 49, man. That's 22nd in the league. That's just not going to get it done. Um, we talked about CJ Stroud in the last episode. Quarterbacks like that are available and, I definitely think it's worth something to think about, man. I, I just don't think Trevor Lawrence is going to get it right this week. Um, Bill's defense was humming last week, and I think that that Dolphins offense is a lot better than what this Jags are putting out. So it's going to be tough sledding, I think. So, Badge, how do we feel? Bainey, that is my exact same set um T-Law. And it's a shame to say because I was big on him, and I took him in a couple leagues. Um, this week is not the week. Um, T-Law has been not himself all year round. I We all feel that, I believe. Um, and I don't think he finds himself this week against his tough Bills uh, past events, even with uh, White out. Um, a lot of people are saying, hey, well, the Jags are staying in London. And I, I, I don't feel that's going to be a benefit. I mean, these guys are pro athletes. I mean, they know how to travel. Uh, jet lag, whatever. I, I don't believe it. I mean, if anything, these Jags are going to be sightseeing and hanging out and going in London bars, having a good old time. I don't think that's going to be a factor. Um, I'm sitting them. I'm sitting T-Law as well. Um, I also had Derek Carr as a sit them, but I want to give you guys someone who is... I don't think many people are starting Derek Carr. Uh, more of a Fandle sit. I wouldn't grab Derek Carr. Tough matchup against the Patriots, but yeah. I agree with Bainey. We had the same set him. T-Law, I'm going to pass this to Teak. Yeah, I like the sit as well um, until he proves something. Um, I know I drafted him in uh, one or two leagues, but I also came back around and got a QB for some odd reason just to back him up, and I'm glad I did. Um, yeah. Since you guys yeah. have the same sit him here, uh, we'll go on to mine. Um, it's kind of a future sit-em as well. Can sit this this group this this group all together for the rest of the season until they fire their OC. I'm sure you can pick out your favorite Steelers fan that you work with, 
friends with, whatever. I'm canceling the Pittsburgh QB room, general. You can sit them for here on out, throw it away until Matt Canada is done. Um, this offense looks just as bad as my team's. Um, I want no part of this game, plus it's a division game. So, Benny, I'm taking this first is all I got to say. I'll keep it quick. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> all I got. Hey, you can't even use a sharpie. I didn't. Know <laughs> ain't, ain't worth the inks. Ain't worth the ink. Matt um, Canada stole it for his one-page playbook. <laughs> if so, he is uh, not, if he's playing, if Matt Canada, sorry, Benny, Matt Canada is there on Sunday. I'm gonna jump. I will not be here next week. I'm gonna jump off my roof. Sorry, Benny. Go ahead. I agree, Take. Hopefully he doesn't land in his neighbor's yard that he chose to sat a couple weeks ago. Um, so, um, dude, um, yeah. Everywhere you go, I mean, you're talking about Steelers fans everywhere, dude. From the old ladies at work to, like, the random guy walking past. It's the only conversation you hear at work is... How does this guy have a job? How is Matt Canada the offensive coordinator still? This, this, this. Man. Um, and then Tomlin. I don't understand, man. Tomlin's usually, like, buttoned up. Doesn't say too much. Just kind of stays out of the way. But he just, like, keeps saying things. Like, we're going to make changes. Hell yeah, we're going to make changes. Do all this stuff. What changes? There's only one thing you need to change, and that is getting your OC out of the building. You can't tell me that there's not there's not somebody that can run this offense better than they have weapons. I mean, when they're healthy, they really have guys. I mean, Calvin Austin is great. The scouting division knows how to get wide receivers in the building. I, I don't get it, man. I really don't. It's a great sit. It's a great sit next week and the week after that. It's a good future. Just, yeah. yeah, I know. I know. I said I was done. I know. I said I was done. I was keeping short, but now I'm a little hot. So, do you guys know that since Matt Canada was hired, Pittsburgh Steelers offense has not had a 400-yard game total offense? What is going on? What does Matt Canada have on this team? What does he have on the front office? Get him out of there, okay? If you you want to keep him on the squad, put him back to the. Wide receivers, coach, put him in the offense. Give him a water boy. I don't care. Get him off the play call. Nobody but. has a ton of bets on the under. I think he is just <laughs> betting Kenny Pickett under every game, and he has probably tripled his salary in the last two years. Yeah, I know Pittsburgh's very loyal and proud organization, but, dude, you're losing. You're losing the fan base. You're losing. Get rid of the guy. Please. <laughs> so I, right. I, I think we hit it on the head there with uh, Canada. So yeah. we'll go to the running backs here. Vaney, who do you have at the running back? Um, Somebody at the beginning of the year that if I were to tell you was on this list, I think you and I would both shake our head, scratch, all that stuff. Um, Montre Stevenson. Um. Dude, he's just not – I don't understand what's off, what's going on with this offense. Um, Roger Stevenson's just, like, not even being used as a part of the offense. Um, I thought we were going to get the breakout season. I was advising people to take him early in leagues if you wanted him because his talent in production last year were supposed to translate, especially that they had nobody else. They brought Zeke in. 
Well, Zeke's getting a lot more work than I thought he was going to. Um, he doesn't even necessarily look good in that workload, but he's getting it, so they're obviously liking what they're seeing. Um, Stevenson's value is a lot in that pass game. He's really getting, like, no pass work at all. Uh, 2.7 yards per carry on the season. Um, and on top of all of that, they lost their two top defensive players this week for a long time. Uh, Juden's, Judon's probably out for the year. Uh, Gonzalez is out at least temporarily for the next couple weeks. Um, I, I just, man, I think the game script's going to be a lot of them passing. And if these trends continue, it's going to be Stevenson not getting the ball. Uh, and the Saints defense is good. So all that being said, man, I'm surprised we're here. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what's going on in New England. I know a lot of fantasy shows, football shows everywhere are pushing the panic button on Bill. It's not necessarily Bill. It's just they just don't have any talent. That offense just looks gutless. It's horrible. And they look good in week one. So, like, I'm confused. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. I hate to see it. It's a player I was big on. But, guys, how do we feel? So, Bainey, I'm gonna, I was going to say, are you cheating off my notes? But I'm going to go ahead and say, great minds think alike. Stevenson was my sit as well. Um, I'm not fading him as a player. I just think he's had a tough draw these past few games. I mean, he's played the New York Jets. I, I think they're still an elite defense. Um, seven fantasy points. Played the Dallas Cowboys. Elite defense, I believe. Six fantasy points. Now he goes on to play the New Orleans Saints defense as well. I think that continues. I'm still, I still think Stevenson's going to have a decent fantasy season as long as Mac Jones can figure it out. Um, but again, I mean, the Saints run defense is pretty solid. So I'm, I'm sending him as well, Benny. I agree with you. So that's my set of the week. Take. I believe Sappy's starting this week. Oh, are they starting him? I think they benched Mac this week. So they said that Mac's benching wasn't performance based; it was more preservation. That's what Bill said in the interview. I don't know necessarily if it's smoke and mirrors or what, but I I did hear that Mac wasn't sat based on performance. It was just the game was out of reach. That being said, I don't think that. I think Bailey's a good quarterback, man. I, I do. I, he flashed last year when they used him. Why not see what he can do in a Bill O'Brien ran offense? Yeah, I mean, two of those touchdowns came from Mac um, on offense. So they had a fumble six and a pick six. So, I mean, Bill Belichick, I don't think he's going to put up with that. So maybe Zappy is the play. Uh, for my running back, I went Kyron Williams this week. Uh, second best against the run. Like I said in our Stardom's episode, I think they're going to sling the rock. Um, they're going to play catch-up. really do. Uh, yeah, he's going to grab grab a couple uh, receptions here, but as far as the run game goes, I think Billy has a good run defense, and that's going to continue on. Um, Kyron Williams, is he a good player? Yeah. Obviously, he's produced this year, but I don't think he's that elite player where he can make a difference against uh, one of the top defenses. So that's why I'm going to sit him this week. Yeah. Um, 
Odds are, if you have him, you probably spent some good fab to get him. And if you have him due to injury, you might be thin at this position in the first place. But all that being said, um, it's going to be a tough matchup, man. Um, it really is. So, yeah, um, if you sit him, hopefully you have a backup plan. Hopefully he was already in a flex and you kind of flex a wide receiver in there to save yourself. Um but yeah, if you if you got to use them, I I think you're gonna be looking and struggling for some productivity out of that spot. So definitely a safe sit. I think the game script's gonna be a lot of passing for them. So be tough. Definitely agree with you. Yeah, that uh, that Philly front seven here. I mean, one of the best. Um, so not a bad sit at all. Chances are, if you have him, I mean, great scoop, great draft pick. I mean. He's probably your flex guy um, working his way into a starting role if you have injuries. I mean, we were lucky enough to get like A-Chain and Williams and guys like that. But, yeah, this week, if you can afford to sit him, yeah, I mean, Philly's front seven is stout. I mean, that pass rush is phenomenal. I think it's going to be all Philly. They seem to A.J. Brown's getting going. Smith, that offense, seemed to be waking up each week. So. That's I don't disagree with that, Sid. I'm not going to start him. All right, moving to the receivers, uh, Bainey. So I made sure to go upstairs, lock the doors, you know, make sure the windows are bolted shut and everything because uh, Mike's going to come over here and probably attack. Um, <laughs> George Pickens. Um, it's not a talent play. It's not that. It's simply... He's attached to that quarterback room and Matt Canada. Um, and on top of that, man, I don't know why the AFC North has every single division game in the first like four weeks, um, five weeks. It's seriously, it's tough, man. I, I think uh, AFC North player has made our sit list in almost every single episode. And rightfully so, man. These guys, they just show up and bang in their low-scoring games, and this is going to be no different. Um, at least on the Steelers' side, it's going to be low-scoring. Um, Deontay's out. Friermuth's out. Why wouldn't they draw the coverage to Pickens and just smother this pass game? I mean, That's how I see this game playing out. Um Steeler, or the Ravens don't miss when they draft uh, Kyle Hamilton. I love my Notre Dame guys. He is a stud safety. Um, he iced the game for them the other day. Um, what changes, man? I, we talked about it a little bit ago. Like, what are the changes the Steelers going to make? Because, I, I mean, I think it's not just as simple as putting a quarterback in there, but. At what point do you look at these quarterbacks coming out of this draft and decide, like, hey, these, one of these guys are going to be our guy? That being said, you've got to get Canada out of there. You have to. But you throw one of these kids on this offense, man. I, Shador Sanders on this offense. Drake May on this offense. I don't know if the Steelers would be able to get those guys. But, I mean, Sam Hartman from Notre Dame. I think Sam Hartman is the ideal Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback. Stand in the pocket, tough nose, get the ball out, and manage the game. You put Sam Hartman right now in that offense uh, with these weapons, that's a productive offense. 
instantly. I just think Steelers fans and Steelers organization, I think pride is a really good word. Um, and I think that they just refuse to believe that Pickett is not the guy. And Canada's not the guy. They just want their guys to succeed so bad that they just put blinders on. And this is... We're getting talent like George Pickens that's just getting wasted week in, week out. That being said, man, he could have two catches and still make that a fantasy valuable week because he'll go two catches for 88 yards and touchdown. That's the talent the kid has. And unfortunately, it's wasted right now. It's a real bummer. Um, I'm not trying to pick on you, Mike. I know you love your guys. You're not, you're not you love, picking you love You love Pickens. We all love Pickens. Teak's high on Pickens. Man, just get this guy a quarterback. Honestly, I... I can see the Steelers doing that, but whether they will or not, I don't know. I really don't know. But that's my pick. George Pickens, tough matchup against Baltimore. It's got to be as simple as that. So, Bainey, a couple things. One, you don't have to lock your windows. You have to lock mine because Matt Canada's there Sunday. I'm jumping out of my window. I'm not coming in yours. I'm sitting everybody in the receiving core, everybody in that offense as long as Matt Canada's here. So as far as Pickett goes, I'm not giving up on him. I love Pickett as a player. Um, he's He is a tough draw with this offensive corner, Matt Canada. Get rid of the guy. Like I said, I'm not crawling up your house. I'm not going to jump through your window for this because I'm sitting him too. But I'm not giving up on Pickett yet. Um, you got to get rid of Matt Canada. Every game, you know what I see? Every game, I watch sticks and the rounds. The wide receivers. I watch 10 tight end screens or wide receiver screens that get blown up in the backfield for a six yard loss. This play calling is hellacious. It's the same plays week in and week out. He is terrible. I do not blame Pickett whatsoever. I think he could be a decent quarterback in this league. We all seen signs last year. I mean, he w- he was one of the best at the end. Um, you got to get rid of Canada. I mean, I don't hate the sit, Bainey. I love the sit, actually. I'm not starting anyone on this offense except Najee. He had 100 yards total offense. That's a plus for me. That's the only thing I could take out of that game last week. I'm sitting Pickens as well. I'm not starting anybody on that offense. Teak? So is it safe to say the main reason for this offense being bad is Matt Canada, Mike? A hundred percent. Get rid of him, please. And they're not going to. No, I like he, he should he should have <laughs> gone two years ago. What, what is this guy doing in Pittsburgh right now? Please. Uh, I like to say we're just gonna keep it moving before, before this stretches any longer. Uh. Who do you have at the wide receiver badge that you're sitting? <laughs> so <Matt> Canada. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, man. All right. I, I forgot what I was saying. I'm so hot right now. But anyways, great sit, Bainey. Love it. Pick it. Love you. Anyways, so my sit um, I'm sitting Jerry Judy against the Jets. So the Jets defense allowed the second fewest fantasy points to wide receivers this year. I mean, they have one of the best cornerbacks in Sauce Gardner. These guys just fly around the ball. I mean, they played some tough matchups, so they don't have a lot of eye-popping stats that everyone was going to think from watching Hard Knocks. I mean, this this pass rush is going to make Russ uncomfortable. He's not going to be able to get the ball out. I don't think Jerry Judy's going to be a factor. Um, 
I mean, I, I would even go as far as say sit Cortland Sutton as well. Um, I'm again, I'm not big on Zach Wilson, but I think it's going to be this defense going to be enough to get the job done. I'm sitting Jerry Judy this week. I have Cortland Sutton. I am sitting him this week. So that logic lines right up with where I'm at. Uh, both these guys are going to struggle against this defense. Uh, it seems like everybody has. And rightfully so, man. Uh, the Jets are exactly as billed. They are an elite defense this year. Um, yeah, I don't think that there's much else to be said. It's just kind of don't overthink it. There's a couple defenses this year that are just going to make fantasy plays very hard, and I think that it's the Jets, the Niners, and sometimes Dallas, unless you're Arizona. Um, but that being said, yeah, it's a great sit. Um and on top of that, I mean, I'm still not even a believer in Jerry Judy to begin with. So, yeah, and I do, I, I, I do have to say before to say. he goes, he looks like he's gonna say some. I mean, uh, that's Taylor Swift. Zach Wilson did play decent last week. I don't know if this is a Swifty curse or not. So hopefully he keeps that rolling. Teague, go ahead. You gotta say something. He's did, got a blank space. He's ready to did, write a name. Fire Matt Canada. Did you? <laughs> Did you say you weren't high on Judy? No. No, I'm fading myself. It's a humbling day for the boy. It really is. And I guess my next yeah. question is, who is the number one receiver there in Denver? I'm waiting for Marvin Mims season, man. Marvin Mims is, I mean, honestly, if you put yards to targets, he's the most productive receiver on that team. I'm not. I'm not letting you win. Who's the number one receiver <laughs> right now for Denver? I know who it is. Or in my heart, and it's Cortland Sutton. Cortland Sutton is the number one guy there. His fantasy the number is breaking up. My connection's not working, Teak. I don't know what's going. On. <laughs> he is the number one guy there. Uh, for fantasy wise, he's getting a lot more starts than you think. Um, but I like the set of Jerry Judy. Uh. Little a uh, little Twitter or X called now a little X ban. I don't know if you guys seen those between him and an ex Bronco, Philip Lindsay. <laughs> uh, that, I don't know if you saw that badge. He was ragging on the offense and the re- receiving core. Um, but yeah, I like the sit. I do. Um, that offense is horrid right now. It it seems like this is a weird year for fantasy where. You have a bunch of teams that are really bad at something, and you know they're bad at something. And the Broncos is, you just know as a whole, they suck. We thought that was going to be the Cardinals, but the Bears and Broncos were just like, hold my beer. We got this. Yeah. <laughs> I just think uh, it's just like a testament of like, it's the NFL. These guys are all incredibly top-of-the-line athletes. Like It's just a matter of, Who's going to roll over and die and not like show up every week? And so far, that has been the Bears and the Broncos, man. They just rolling over and just giving you the belly. They, they're bad, man. There's no fighting them at all. And it's just like, Russ really hasn't been that bad either, to be honest with you, this year. Yeah, um, we get no contemplation uh, videos of him yet, but... Yeah, dude, I mean, it's hard to root for the guy, but it's still, I mean, he's being fantasy relevant. Sean Payton has not lived up to that contract. 
so far. So it's it's wild. I definitely uh, agree with everything that's been said. Yeah, another note: a Hackett versus Sean Payton this week. A little fire in the kitchen there. Yeah, um, we talked about that a couple episodes ago. Um, moving on to my wide receiver. I just want to say I have no faith in this pass offense whatsoever. Watching this offense week to week. It's Drake London I'm sitting. Uh, I don't think Arthur Smith is a bad coach. I just think he is a terrible play caller. Um, and it just came out that Kyle Pitts is not 100% either. Finally, we got some clarity on that. Um, Falcons fans were rushing Matt Ryan out the door instead of praising him for what he brought to this franchise. And now you got Desmond Ritter, and you have to live with that. You passed up on Watson, passed up on Lamar, and we're stuck with Ritter. So you have a couple options. You either trade him, draft the guy. I think I'm going to talk about Fields, Baney. I'm shutting that down right now. There's rumors for Justin Fields. Not going to happen on my watch. <laughs> I will buy, uh, just like I did for the Chicago Bulls, I donated to get rid of Gary Pax, and I'm, I'll donate to send Justin back to Chicago. Uh, I think they're going to draft the guy. I think they're going to go back to Arthur Smith's alma mater, and they're going to go get Drake May out of North Carolina. But I'm sitting the whole Falcons receiving core. I can't agree with you more that there needs to be a different play caller in Atlanta. Um, I really love that offense. I think that they have good pieces all the way down to Jenny Smith. They have players that are, I mean, they're deep dude, even Algier at running back. Like they have weapons everywhere. They're a perfectly built team. Like they're like ready to go right now. And I, I and, like Mac Hollins, dude. I didn't think I would. I like how he's performing when he actually gets the ball. Former Eagle. Um, <laughs> Man, seriously, like I, I texted you this at the beginning of the year. Two things I te- we talked about a long time ago. I like Heineke. I don't think he's an elite quarterback. I don't think he's got crazy talent. What he does have is an arm, and he's not afraid to sling it, throw it, and just kind of just attack the secondary. And that's what Ritter doesn't do. And Ritter's redeeming quality was that he didn't turn the ball over. He's turned the ball over at a high clip right now. Um, Heineke is going to give you those turnovers. However, he's also going to throw the ball. He's going to throw it 40 yards down the field. He's going to give Kyle Pitts a chance. These guys aren't getting chances. Pitts gets a target. It's a freaking jump ball on the sideline where he has to toe tap it and fight through three people in a mascot. Like, what, what chances are these guys getting to succeed? Drake London's an elite wide receiver. Elite wide receiver. Doesn't get any chances, so now we have to fade him and sit him on our bench every week. It's no different than the Pickens conversation I was just having. These guys are guys we should be flipping out about on a week-to-week basis, and we don't get to because these guys are just being wasted. It's such a bummer, man. And talk about Pitts being hurt. Uh, we talked about that at the beginning of the year, too. I heard something... I. I don't remember her name, and I feel really bad for not knowing her name, but on Field Yates' show, they were talking about how weird it was that there's no news from Pitts. 
on an injury that had a specific timeline of like five to six months, we hit that timeline and we still weren't really hearing anything. And then he wasn't kind of at camp. And then once he was at camp, oh, everything is perfect, no issues. And now we're five weeks into the season and he's not healthy. And he wasn't healthy. So what are we doing? I don't understand. This offense should be so much better than it is. And it's, it's kind of a bummer. Hopefully they get the wheels on it. Hopefully they take the top off. I don't know if we're going to see Ritter do that. I thought we were going to see him get benched and we were going to finally see some difference in that offense, and we didn't get it. So I'm surprised. How do you feel about that? Like, did you think Ritter was going to come back in that game? Yeah, I do, because Arthur Smith, I feel like, is kind of like Mike Tomlin. The pride soaks in, and that's why they're starting him this week too. Um, I just think when they bench him, they can never go back to him. I think his confidence can be diminished after that, and I think he'll be out the door after that. So I think they're grasping on to any strings they have left with him. I said this last year. So last year, Mariota, we all know Mariota is one of the worst QBs in the league. Why not pull the string on Mariota early? We could have got a better look at Ritter then, so you were already prepared for this coming up. Maybe you would have got Watson. Maybe you would have made a play for Lamar Jackson then. Now your best bet is either Kirk Cousins or draft one. So you didn't make a play on David or Derek Carr. I almost said David again. I know Badge mentioned David a couple episodes ago. <laughs> you didn't make plays on any of these QBs, Jimmy G. So it's like you made your bed. It all started with the whole Matt Ryan thing, and now you get Ritter. He was a third-round pick for a reason. And Shador Sanders in Atlanta, Jersey. Can you see it? Uh, I don't know. Man. I don't know what I can see anymore with this franchise, dude. <laughs> yeah, Teak, I, I think both our teams right now are in very similar situations. I'm going to cut um, you off right there. <laughs> this has been one year for you guys. I've been living with this. I've been living with this for a while. Well, I'm saying, I, I'm saying this year, a waste of talent on paper. If you put this talent, the Atlanta Falcons, I mean, these playmakers, like you mentioned, Mac Hollins guy can make some plays. He brings a lot of energy. He's a big dude. I mean, the guy makes plays. You got Drake London, you got Algier, you got Bijan, you got Pitts. that on paper should be one of the best offenses. So, Something needs to change there. Something needs to change here. For me, we all know what that I feel it needs to change. So, um, yeah, feels like a waste of an offense. I, I don't know if it's a play calling or what in Atlanta because I haven't watched the game, so I can't really see how Ritter's – what the plays he's running. I know with Pickett, it's it's 100% the plays. I love Pickett. Not just saying that, if I, but I don't want to get on that train again. But, yeah, I mean, on paper, Atlanta Falcons have so much talent on offense. They should be a top, at least top 10 offense with those names and skill. So, yeah, I think you got to sit them as well right now. Moving on to the tight ends. Um, so, I mean, we got to talk about Mike's team. We got to talk about Teague's team. I guess we'll talk about mine. Um. Dallas Goddard, man, hasn't got rolling. I don't think it's going to get rolling. Um, it's a bummer, dude. Um, 
Through the first four weeks, it's 21.8 combined fantasy points. That's an average of 5.45 fantasy points per game. You know who's averaging more than that? Kyle Pitts. Yeah, Kyle Pitts has more fantasy points than Dallas Goddard right now. Um, do you know who Jeremy Ruckert is? Any of you either heard of, heard of him? <laughs> Have you? No? He's a third-string tight end <laughs> for the Jets. He had more fantasy points last week than Dallas Goddard. Yeah, third-string tight end with the Jets with Zach Wilson throwing him the ball. Dallas Goddard plays on one of the best offenses with one of the best quarterbacks in football. He's doing nothing, man. It's the game that he had six catches. He had 20 yards rush or receiving. Um, the offense looks bad. Hertz is missing him. Uh, they're running like opposite routes than what they're supposed to. Um, there's, I promise you, there's a better option on the waiver wire right now. Um, just target the dude. Cleaning up the parking lot, I guess. I don't know. The third string tight end for the Jets outproducing him was not a stat I expected to discover. Um, it's just brutal, man. It's a player that has crazy talent on an explosive offense, and it's just not syncing up right now. Um, it's just not fun. It's not fun. So, so. let me take this one first, guys. Uh, Oh, do they need to call Vince Papali real quick? <laughs> do they need to call Vince? Vince Papal. <laughs> Anybody. Um, I, I just want to see everybody is, you know, ready to say Pitts is a bust and stuff like that. Dude's not 100%. And he's out producing a guy who's projected ahead of him that you're drafting ahead of him. Fantasy. But we, I don't see no Dallas Goddard slander anywhere. Oh, it's crazy. It's it's like I promise you, dude, I don't if you're ever feeling wild, venture into Philly Twitter. So Philly X. Um wild place. And they're not happy about really anything ever, but like um this specifically is a topic being discussed. We it's concerning. He's a major part of the offense. And the thing is, yeah, you can make the comparison about how, like, oh, well, Cal Pitts is supposed to be, like, this unicorn, and he's supposed to be more talented. Well, he's only as talented as the guy throwing him the ball. Mm -hmm. And... Yep. Like you said, you got one of the best QBs in the league, so it it doesn't add up, and it's not like Dallas Goddard's not talented. We saw him last year start off strong until he got hurt. So that was that was my play. If he was going to start off, he was going to start off strong again and hasn't gone to him. The only yeah. thing I can say is I told you to fade Komet last week, and it made sense. Everything made sense to fade Komet, um, and he went off. I can only benefit from Goddard going off as an Eagles fan and having a future, but we don't got to get into that. So but, this is the real reason for your pick. To your first psychology, man, I'm telling you. But no, I, I just, the more I look at it, the more the numbers and the trends are just not adding up. And when he's getting targets, it's still not leading to production. Um, and he's frustrated, man. So I don't know. It's getting overshadowed by some really good receivers, and I guess that's a good problem to have. But yeah, I don't know, man. I also saw Philly was linked to Chase Claypool. I also will jump out of my window and not participate. <laughs> I've seen in the next that too. Episode. Yeah. 
not not willing to ride that ride. How much so. money do this does this team have that they're just signing like they're signing checks like they're Oprah constantly? It feels like for free agents and it's trades. Sign Man Canada, he's your water boy. <laughs> it's crazy to think about like how many guys they're bringing in. It's yeah. Well, that's what you're able to do when your top defensive players are rookies on rookie contracts from Georgia. Um, Hargrave got paid like crazy by San Francisco, and, well, we replaced him with Jalen Carter, who is literally only second to Javon Hargrave. So, I mean, it's a lot of rookie production. Uh, Jalen's contract is a lot more team-friendly than the number looks, uh, if you actually break it down. Um, And they let people walk on defense that ultimately did get paid somewhere else. I mean, Miles Sanders contract is like triple what our entire running back room is our highest paid running back is boston scott with like 1.2 million dollars like there's money in this team yes but it's invested where it's supposed to be and i'm not convinced dallas goddard will be getting an extension before we go on to you here badge for your tight end i just want to blue i I just want to talk about I just want to say that you love to hate talking about Matt Canada as much as Benny loves talking about the Eagles. Dude, and I don't even feel bad. They're 4-0. They're 4-0. What do you want me to be mad about? (laughs) I'm watching end arounds and screens get blown up. Najee get hit three yards in the backfield. So it's so funny that I just – it's the battle of PA rants. I basically sit here (laughs) – for, for an hour an episode with you guys, listening about the Battle of PA. <laughs> but no, back to this. I I don't I I don't disagree with the the, the sit. I'm sitting Dallas Goddard if I have him. Would I be worried about him? No. I think the Philly's offense keeps getting better and better each week. I know they're not anywhere near like they were last year that you were used to seeing. But again, you're four and zero. I think Goddard's gonna turn it on here soon. But yes, I'm sitting him this week as well until he can turn it on, but um, I wouldn't be uh, worried about it. Um, I think they're going to eventually start to click with him and get back to their roots, and Jalen's starting to... Starting to the wheels are starting to turn on that wagon there, so... Uh, who do you have at tight end? So, my tight end, I'm sitting Evan Ingram against the Bills. So, I'm going to keep mine simple. I mean, the Bills' defense... They're kind of elite. Um, my only note here is they shut shit down, so I'm gonna pass it along. Uh, I like Evan a lot this year. I have him in a couple leagues. Yeah, the matchup I don't like. Yeah, pure matchup set. I I don't match up for him, especially with the struggling T lot. Say that. Yeah. Um. Once a giant, always a giant. I think he's a lemon. Um, that's just how I feel about him. I just, the offense is struggling. We talked about it. I'm, I they're just not playing good ball right <laughs> just now. Just always and... goes back to a Philly thing every time. Yeah. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> I'm suffering from success right now. You leave me alone. <laughs> um, no, dude. Seriously, it's matchup based. Bills defense. We talked about it. I'm sitting T law for this reason. Um, I, you could make an argument for sitting Ridley too. Um, 
it's, it's just looking real weird right now. Week one set the world on fire. Week two and like further on, it doesn't look good. And Evan Ingram is gonna, I think, struggle this week. So, I think the Bills' defense is the real deal. I think they're figuring it out. Cool to see Hamlin back on the field too. For sure. Um, this has been a weird year so far um, on a lot of different places. Um. Anyway, for my tight end, I'm sitting. <laughs> you sat him last week, didn't pan out. I'm sitting him this week. It's Cole Komet. Uh, commanders are the second best against the tight end position. Everyone is hyping up this Bears comeback, it seems like, because Fields put up numbers against the arguably the worst defense in the league. Uh, that's not going to switch my mind on how I feel about it at all. Um, and to top it all off, Fields blew that game. Fumbled for a touchdown, and he picked at the last drive. So, arguably he had one good quarter, and that was with Cole Komet. This commander's defense, I think, is kind of sneaky. Second best ranked against the tight end position is a sit for me. Yeah, I mean, I don't... Pokemon's just such a streaky player, but all his fantasy points are solely touchdown base. I think that dates back since he's been in the league. Um, need and a you're QB. Not really gonna, and, but my thing is, is you're not going to base your value and commit attached to passing touchdowns in an offense that doesn't give you passing touchdowns, i.e. Justin Fields. Um, and like I said, I think last week when we talked about commit, on my fade is all the targets are getting streamlined to DJ Moore, and yeah, I I just I still don't see Komet as a viable threat or a viable fantasy play. Um, I looked dumb last week, but I'm telling you it's a fluke, and I'm glad that you put him on this list so we could kind of double down on that. If it happens again, then maybe the Bears found something, but I highly doubt that. I think it was just the benefit of the worst defense. Yeah, Baney, I don't think you look dumb with that, Sid, honestly. Um, Chicago's an absolute disaster. Um, I think even that game, they put up some points. I think it, it it's going farther downhill because, I mean, that coaching staff is absolutely terrible. I do not disagree with Fields whatsoever. I mean, I bet Chicago plus three. What are you doing going for it on the 20-yard line with minutes left instead of kicking the field goal and taking the lead and getting your team the first win? What are you thinking? What are you doing? I mean, it wasn't like you were on the 40-yard line. It was a chip shot field goal. I mean, that coaching staff is a nightmare. So I don't think you were done with that set at all. I mean, that, that team is absolute disaster. It's a fire. It's, it's, it's a shit show. So, I, I I feel dumb for getting for being high on fields right now. So, or at the beginning of the season because that whole team is in shambles. Yeah, I believe uh, the words you used were going to be the first QB to throw for four thousand yards. Bears franchise history. He still could if they start <laughs> slinging a little bit like last week, but that that coaching staff does not help. What are you doing going for that? But yeah, I'll take I'll I'll take it I'll take it. I even bet um, a hundred bucks for him to win MVP at the beginning of the year. I was just gonna say that wasn't Mike's hottest take for Fields. That was the MVP one. That was wild. But it was uh, plus two thousand off Fanduel. Lock it up. Sponsorship. 
I wouldn't lock that up, but uh, especially <laughs> that that future bet. But I don't know. It's all it's it's well documented. Well documented. How I feel. Maybe about Matt that. Canada should go to the fucking Bears. <laughs> Just trying to send him anywhere. <laughs> But yeah. that does wrap up our sits. Um, wraps up another week. Again, hopefully, you guys take this grain of salt. I know. Hey, we've been actually doing pretty good. If we should start doing some uh, points based or something, or starts and sits, just to make it a little interesting, a little fun. I agree. Maybe, yeah, maybe go a little head to head with each other and the other guy. Let's, you know, let's do that this week. Let's start it this week, boys. You down? Yeah, we'll do a little point system. Little, little we'll go tallies. We'll go head to head, and then uh, the loser sits out and has to host that week or something. Something stupid yeah, like there that. Yeah, you go. You know? Run a marathon. Like, yeah, it's like the shame, the shame. But Mike again. has to do the gritty on camera. Yeah, I, I will do the gritty. If you're not gonna look pretty, but but that does wrap up another episode, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Sixty percent of you still are not subscribed to the channel. That means a lot to us. It is totally free. Hit that and make sure you hit the bell for notifications. See you on the next one. Peace. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Let Them Know Fantasy Football Podcast. Join our community and follow us on all socials or keep up with the episodes on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts.